13 days. A lot has happened in the last 13 days since we last recorded. The NBA Finals didn't even start the last time we recorded. The last time we recorded, the, the New York Rangers were a period away from going up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. In the time span that we last recorded, the Yankees only have one loss. And that was Anesta Cortez start night in Minnesota. Um, game 1 of the Stanley Cup starts tomorrow. Game 6 of the NBA Finals where, you know, the Golden State Warriors, after a beautiful win last night, are one game away from the championship. Which would give Steph Curry four championships. And we all know what that means. We all know what that means, especially for James. And James and James hates it. James hates it. James really wants the Celtics. A New York fan really wants the Boston Celtics to win a championship. How sick is that for a Yankee fan? What's the name of James Celeste? This is all true because not true. It is. It is true because a Celtics win fits his Magic Johnson thing. Because the Warriors win, Steph says, Hey Magic, I'm so close to you. We're in the same room. You're just a little bit ahead of me. So, we all know you you want the Celtics to win this championship. Is that not true? That's not true. I said, when we picked to win the series, I picked the Warriors to win in six. That part doesn't matter. That's not what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. That's, that's not what so I'm talking why, about. So, so why would I want the Celtics to win if I picked the Warriors to win this series? For the Magic Johnson conversation, stupid. Even, even so, Magic Johnson is still the best. Now, Steph, even if Steph Curry wins number four, my opinion doesn't change. It does get him in the conversation. It still does not change. And that's why you want the Celtics to win the championship. Because you don't want... You don't want Steph to be in the conversation because once Steph gets four, he can easily, he can easily get five. So no one, no one said, and and James must have not been listening while I was introing the show, clown. But I never said who you picked to win the series. That was never mentioned. It, right when this episode drops, James can maybe hear it since he didn't hear. Well, I don't know. We're a live recording. Um, then, then he'll realize how much of a clown show he is. Um, in this whole time, two more women has been named in the Deshaun Watson case. So this situation is getting muddier and muddier. And if you're the Cleveland Browns, you gotta be thinking, what the hell did we really get ourselves into? Like, apparently the owner asked his family. Who has multiple women? Hey, do you do you not want me to do this? If you do not want me to do this, I won't do this. But that that should not have needed to happen. You don't do it. But the fact is, professional and 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 this this main this is not just a professional sports thing, right? This is a bigger problem in Hall. But just for professional sports, professional sports does not care about women. They they will try to tell you they do, 
but the fact is they don't. And here's why. Aaron Judge could rape a woman tonight. He'll still get a big contract this offseason. Okay? Patrick Mahomes could push his wife down the stairs. He'll still play in the NFL. If you're good enough, you can do the worst thing in the world. Alright? Um, Connor McDavid could punch a kid in the face. He'll still play in the NHL. But, let's say if you're, I don't know, and, and this is just me dropping a random name out here for no reason at all. Let's say if you're Clint Frazier. If, you, if he rapes a woman, he is persona non grata. All Major League Baseball teams will wipe his memory and will never see him again. Like, I'm talking, who? Who is you? You is, no, you're nobody, bro. You're, you're not good enough for us to be on a major league team. You, you did that. Go, 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 go. But if my child did that same exact thing on the same exact day at the same exact time, yo, Mike, how can we protect you from this, man? Do you need us alive for you? What's going on? Mike, we don't care. We're going to keep you. You you need this. You need to stay on the Angels. I'm with you, buddy. That's the kind of stuff that happens. So, to talk to me, and because I didn't even know this, I had a busy day today. Talk to me about the Sean Watson and what did he say today? Deshaun Watson has said publicly when asked about about what's going on with his legal set, he said, "Quote: I do understand that I have regrets as far as the impact it's had on this community." When just people outside myself, Watson said, and that includes my family organization. This includes my teammates that have to answer these questions. I have maintained my innocence. I have never assaulted a woman. I've never abused a woman. I've never done anything. And when asked about it again, he said the exact same thing over. I never assaulted a woman. I never touched a woman. He says he has no regrets. And he concluded with, like I said, never assaulted anyone, never harassed someone. I never disrespected anyone. I never forced anyone to do anything. I can't control that. I did everything what the league asked me to. They're going to make a decision that's best on the league. And then he just abruptly ended the conversation like that. Hmm. Hmm. Well, again, it's over 24 women. If this was one or two or three. All right. And and even then, why would someone really lie? But it's a possibility. But when it's 24 women, and who else know who's out there? Originally it was 22, but two others decided, hey, if this many women are out there, I'm telling you, if this thing gets into triple digits, if... Six plus more come out of the woodwork. Now, ignoring 24 is hard. But you can't ignore 30 plus women. You can't. And, even if you... And, he's only trying to pay each woman off with a hundred grand. Now, some may say, oh, him paying the woman doesn't make him guilty. But, here's, here's why that logic is severely flawed. 
Why do you feel the need to pay someone off if you're innocent? Why? If you're innocent, there's nothing to hide. Why would you need to pay anyone off to be quiet? Why would you want them to sign non-disclosures agreement? And that's also the only way they get the money, by the way. He's not just cashing a hundred grand free checks. Saying, hey, I'll give you this money, but... You have to sign a piece of paper that says, if you mention my name, if you bring this up, I'll sue you for multi-millions multi of dollars over more than the hundred grand. That's what's going on, but even though he has enough money, over 24 million, if each woman only takes a hundred grand, which I'm sure that wouldn't happen. That's a lot of money. He has that money, but what, what, if, what if 50 women come out? What if 40 women come out? What if 60 women come out? Are you going to try to make every woman shut? No. And the more women get to pay off. And also too. Stuff like this. I don't think any woman is money motivated. And if they do take the money. It doesn't necessarily mean. What, what they're saying isn't true. Maybe they just want it to be over. Maybe they wanted to be stopped talking about on their name. But the chances of all 20 24 women caving, I don't think so. So, if I'm the NFL, how do you let this man play this year? How? How? And he already missed a year. And it's going to get to a certain point where none of this is going to be done it's not going to be solved by September 11th. It's not. It's not going to get solved. So, if you just say six games and it gets reduced to four, you look bad. Hell, even if it's a year and that's the best you could do, that's two years out of the NFL, by the way. Two whole years. Look how bad Le'Veon Bell career went, went when he missed one year. But two years? He'd he be now 25 Still under a contract. His his Browns contract wouldn't even be kicked in yet. Because he'd still be playing on his first deal. And if you're the Texans, you're looking better and better every day by trading him. You got rid of him. You get the draft picks. So, this whole situation's scary. It's crazy. And... People do deserve second chances. I truly believe in that. Everyone makes a mistake. But there are also certain mistakes that if you do, I don't think you should get another chance. And this is one of them. So if Deshaun Watson, if if he had to work in a Target and make shit money and give up his lifestyle and live like a lot of other people in this world... I think that'd be the best thing that he could be taught. I think what's going to happen, um, I think the NFL will try to suspend him for 10 games. I think he will appeal. And I think they'll probably reduce it to probably 8 or 6. And I think their justification will probably be because he, has, he, he was gone already for a year. Even though, it, even though he was on, I think it was called administrative leave, if I'm not mistaken. So, I think they'll probably say, he's already been gone for a year. 
We're going to do something, and if he appeals and he gets a reduce, that's what's going to happen. I think he will somehow play this year because he's talented, and as, and as awful as this sounds, if you're talented, if you're if you're able to play, they will play. Hey, I mean, Deshaun Watson's contract is fully guaranteed. So because of that, it's the same. If you can play, they will pay. They don't care what you do. They don't care what who you assault. They don't care what you do. They don't care if you rob a bank. They don't care if you do anything. If you're not going to jail, because remember, this is civil. If you're not going to jail, the NFL's like, hey, you'll play, and teams will pay you because you're talented. It's a sick world. It's awful to say, but this is just the facts of how sports work. Talent will always oversee people doing bad guy things. So Deshaun Watson will likely play this year because he's a talented quarterback. So, game one of the Stanley Cup. Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning. Four wins away from the three-peat. How do you see the Avalanche truly trying to stop that? Um, they're going to have to score and score and score and score some more. Um, they're back. Um, I believe um, Kemper, their starting goaltender, is injured, and now they're playing a backup in Francois, who, who was who played for the Kraken. Um, he's okay. Um, what they're going to have to do is a McKinnon, um, Nathan McKinnon, um, Koskinen, Kadri, the, the three big goal scorers, they're going to have to come in. They're going to have to score and score some more. Um, Braden Point is going to be coming, is likely going to be returning in this series, which is absolutely big for Tampa. Um, so the key for the Avalanche is to, is to score and to neutralize um, the Stamkos, Point, and Kucherov line so much so that they don't really score as much. So you have to neutralize them. You're going to have to put pucks on nets on Vasilevsky. And you're going to have to hope that you keep it, you know, you, you, you make it to attract me. Because if you're doing 2-1 or 3-2, Tampa is very good at low-scoring games. You're going to have to make this attract me. You're going to have to say, hey, man, you know, he's like, let's dance. You got to make this like, you know, 5-4, 6 6-5 type of games. Because... That's the best way I can see Colorado putting an end to Tampa's quest for a 3 P. And that's, I believe, 10 straight series wins for Tampa. If they win the Stanley Cup, it's going to be 11. So, that's how I see Colorado stopping. And for Tampa, um, just play your game. Um Keep McKinnon in check. Um, keep their top line in check. Um, you um, pinch in basically for pitching. Mean your defensive guys just play more offensive. You know, just, they have their their defense is not as good. So all you gotta do is just you know play your game. Just control control the pace of the game. Um, let let Vaz, let Vasilevsky do Vasilevsky things because he is you know him and Igor are the two best goaltenders in in the league right now. So let Vasilevsky do Vasilevsky things, and then you will be good. Also, just from typing Deshaun Watson's name, it's now up to 26. 26 women. Man, this, this is truly sick. And 
from from seeing the other day, he went to over 60 women. And apparently the Texans enabled some of that, apparently, by trying to help it. Like, what's what's going on here? It's, oh my, it, it, makes, it makes my head hurt. And if you're a fan of Deshaun Watson, why don't be... Don't be a clown. Um, game six of the NBA Finals. You know, the Warriors played really, really well last night. At one point, I thought it was almost going to be game one. Celtics started coming up. At one point, they were up by four. But then the Warriors just said, hey, let's trap Tatum. Let's cause some turnovers. Let's get some quick points. And then they ended up winning by a plus. And last night, Steph played horrible. And the Warriors win. So, what are the odds that Steph Curry plays another bad game? Especially a consecutive bad game. Not that high. So, if the Warriors win, when everyone carries Steph Curry. If Steph Curry comes out and has a 40 point plus night for game 6. All the confetti is gold. And the Warriors would have won the championship. And you know what? I like it. Because way too many people are on this Jason Tatum bandwagon. And I'll say this. He's a talented player. But, and and maybe he'll end up greatness, right? Maybe this is a, Le- maybe this is a LeBron path. Right? LeBron's first final against Spurs. He was the reason why the Cavs were there. So, maybe there's something Jason Tatum is going to have to work on. Maybe the Celtics will have to get more pieces. And and they have pretty good pieces around him as it is. But maybe they need a second star. Jalen Brown is a nice around piece. But he's not a second star. So, let the Celtics be humbled. Let them lose, because Steph Curry needs another championship. The world needs Steph Curry having more championships. And he will get, not that he needs it, but he will shut the narrative down. And he will get the finals MVP. I mean, if you're the Boston Celtics, you did everything you can. Well... You know, Steph Curry, you didn't really play good defense. You, Steph Curry was just missing because he was tiring carrying the Warriors back on game four. So that happened. So you do, like, Steph Curry's in check, right? You would, If I would have told you, Nick, that Steph Curry would not make any three, would you think that the Celtics would just blew out the Warriors in, in San Francisco? Yeah. So Andrew Wiggins stepped up. And he's been playing pretty well. Obviously, you know, if the Warriors end up winning, Steph Curry is the Finals MVP, even though it doesn't really matter. My thing is, is that if you're the Boston Celtics, you cannot feel good going into Game 6. I mean, yeah, the narrative's like, well, you know, we were down 3-2 to Milwaukee, and we won in Milwaukee, and, you know, we won Game 7 in, in Miami, and... My thing is, though, is that the Warriors are a championship DNA. Remember what Michael K. said when the Rangers played against Tampa? Championship DNA. 
when you've won championships, you've been there, you've done that. Just like Tampa didn't blink when the Rangers were up 2-0, the Warriors are, did not blink when they were down 2-1 to Boston. They knew what they did, and guess what? They handed Boston their first back-to-back loss of the postseason this year. And I think the Warriors will probably close this out on Sun Thursday. You know, even though they got two cracks at it, they're not going to take any chances. And I think the problem with Boston is that they, like you said, they don't, I, I, I think Jalen Brown's a nice complimentary piece, but I don't think he's a second star. I think they really need a legit point guard to help set up the offense to get easy buckets for Tatum and Brown. But ultimately, I think the Warriors end up doing winning. I think, you know, it also kind of hurts KD in a way that if the Warriors end up winning and get their fourth, that means Steph Curry has won championships before KD, during KD, and now after KD. And even though it was KD's choice to leave Golden State, now everyone's going to know KD as like the guy that, bro, you could have won more championships with the Warriors, but you left to go join Kyrie Irving. It sucks, but that's the truth. Facts and the Yankees are still continuing. Currently winning two nothing right now over the Rays. Twenty games in twenty days. This is the start. If they can win twelve or thirteen games, that's really good. Anything more than that would 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 just be just just trying to have a hundred plus wins, right? And then I see people on the timeline. The Yankees go go five hundred for the rest of the year, and win ninety five games. That might not be good enough. At this point, the Red Sox are so low. You want to guarantee ninety five might not guarantee because what if you're playing the five hundred baseball? What if the Red Sox wake up? What if the Rays are winning a lot then? So five hundred baseball ain't good enough, and I. I keep seeing this also too, and both is true. You can enjoy both, but if you care more about Aaron Judge possibly getting 60 plus home runs or touching Barry Bonds more than 28, you're a clown. And if the Yankees don't win 28 this year, and well, at least I got to see Aaron Judge's season. The Yankees had a no. Aaron Judge's season doesn't matter. The Yankees didn't have a great year. The Yankees can win 130 games. They can sweep the ALDS. They can sweep the ALCS. They can win the first three games of the World Series. If they were to lose four straight World Series games, and the other team was winning, and God forbid it's the Mets, that's just the that's just the cherry on top of Adam. I don't want to live in a world where the Mets beat the Yankees in the World Series because then who gives a fuck about two thousand anymore? That's done. Who who gives a fuck about the Yankees having over one hundred and forty wins on a season, counting playoffs? When who gives a fuck? Who cares? It's it's the best season stat wise, but. Right, it's a great season by Judge. It's a great season by everyone, but if it doesn't end with twenty-eight, who cares? It's like now. Let's also live in the moment. Let's like what we see here, but uh, it only matters about twenty-eight. And 
if Yankees just say losing the ALDS and Judge goes two for twenty two, who gives a fuck if he had sixty? You know, I'll I'll say it. Let's say he does it. Let's say he hits seventy five home runs. Let's say he gets a hundred and twenty plus RBIs. That's great. It's passing bonds. It's it's the greatest season we've seen in the last twenty years. What be fucking do? Let's say he wins MVP. And let's say he wins ALCS MVP. Okay, cool. You know what? Now maybe he's in trout territory. Now now maybe some team will be dumb enough to pay twelve to thirteen years and he'll be pool holes. Actually, he'll be older than Pulse. He'll be 43 years old when he's a free agent. And he'll get $400 plus million contract. If the Yankees didn't want to go past seven, do you really think they're going to want to go five or six more years for, for over $170 plus million extra? No, they're not going to do that. And it's bad business to do that. Anyone that gives Aaron Judge over nine years, nine years or over, it's bad for business. He'll be 31 in in next year's April 26th. You don't, I say don't even go past the six-year contract, but, but you can catch me at seven. If you want to go one more year and an extra $30 million, and you want to do a seven-year deal, Two hundred and sixty million dollars. That's cool. That's that's a normal contract for a guy who's gonna turn thirty one in the in the middle of April next year. Now now if he when he made his major debut, he was twenty six. That's when Manny Machado was a free agent. That's when Bryce Harper was a free agent. Mike Trout got his big contract before he turned thirty. That's okay. If if Yankees were to sign Aaron Judge at a twelve plus clip for three hundred plus million, three fifty, four hundred plus million, that's cool. I'll have him be a free agent at thirty nine or forty or forty one years old. That's what Paul's got. Ten year deal, two hundred plus million from the Angels. Very nice. But this is what happened. So here's a lesson, kids. If you're a good enough baseball player, don't go to college. That's the moral. That's the moral to the story. And it's crazy. Is because that my thing is that the Yankees got to win the World Series. I mean, it has to end in the World Series because let's enjoy this moment that they're that they're playing a lot better than what I thought. You know, the division is not a wrap yet because you know there's a whole lot of baseball to play. And, you know, they do got Houston coming up. So, and they do play Tampa, and they do play Toronto and Tampa again. So, my best bet, if, you know, me personally, if they can go 13, they're only going to be a little bit greedy. If they can go 13, I'm cool with that. I'm really, really cool with that. And I know this, this is going to sound, people going to call me a weirdo, but I would rather take the series from Tampa and Toronto than take the series from Houston. Because Tampa and Toronto are in our division. You want to bury them as much as you can Good in man. Houston. Because to me, I don't even care if we split with Houston. I don't care. You deal you deal with the people in division. You wanna you wanna leave no doubt that Tampa, Toronto will not come back. If you split to me split 
call me a bad guy. Call me, call me, call me that guy. But Tampa and Toronto are important that the Yankees take the series. We like that out here in the streets.